0: The following podcast is scheduled for one-off with no time. Super Hot Fire, the greatest spectacle in podcast entertainment. Mr. That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you. The are inspiring J.C.
1: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up this. No, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such no, no, a no, 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 You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is The Jobber, jobber.
0: Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jabberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is JC. We are in a certain week, JC.
1: Let's get ready to rumble. And you know what that means, Nestlemania? Well, it means a lot of things, but most importantly, we will have our 30 hopes. That's right. 15 for Nestlemania. 15 for JC. We combine our powers. We create Captain Planet of all hopes.
0: 30 of them for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I don't want to hear anybody saying I'm negative. I'm doing 30 hopes, folks. That's fifteen of me. Fifteen of me. Fifteen of positive positivity. All right. So give me, a, give me, give me. I don't want any guff today. It's rumble season.
1: Well, well, we'll see. We'll see about it when we get to certain topics. But also WrestleMania. It is rumble season. Our boy DQ. He's back with the pen in his hand. Well, actually, the keyboard. You know. But it's more fun to say pen. He wrote an article for Jabbernaka.com, which you should check out right now about why the Royal Rumble is better than WrestleMania, and
0: I agree. So you should check it out. Uh, it's a great article. It's definitely got the top five reasons, and he just his, his evidence. He's like he's like a lawyer when he presents his arguments. I love it. He's just he's got like five reasons, and he backs that shit up. So I mean, DQ is the man. Uh, you can't you can't go better than Danny Quinn. I mean, he's part of the half the uh, the brothers Quinn. Probably the better Quinn if I had to be honest. But uh, that's because TJ watches NXT and says it's the best brand. But also TJ does a great job over at T Public. We should probably plug that as well.
1: Yeah, you know what? We used to be on a different site uh, where we sold our merchandise, but we have left that site. And TJ has taken it upon himself to help us create the Jabberknocker store on TeePublic. Sorry, what is it? TeePublic.com slash Jabberknocker. But if, if that's hard to remember, you just go to Jabberknocker.com. You click the little button that says shop on top. It takes you right there. And that's the mania. I'm on it right now. There's so much good stuff. There's, of course, the OGs of the Jabberknocker, the Soup on Fire, the Monday Night Rerun. But we got a show for the Grammar Troll. Joe, we got Jobber's uh, shirt. We got a Leap the Dolphin shirt. We got Nestlemania shirt. We got some new shirts, including a Jobber house party. Oh, God. Buy that just so you can let it on fire. Enhancement talent, you name it. Brothers Quinn have a shirt. Get him off my TV as a shirt. Tons of great stuff. That is tpublic.com slash Jobberknocker. Or go to the site and click on the shop button.
0: And not only just shirts, folks. That's sweatshirts. There's like tank tops. I, I ordered a baseball tee. I want a key. super
1: hot fire mat.
0: So ooh. I got yeah, a su- I got know, a, su- I got a super hot fire baseball tee. So I had rev sleeves, white ooh. shirt and super hot fire lettering. My wife is going to sit there and go, don't wear that outside. I'm wearing it outside folks. That's how confident yeah. that shirt was going to make me feel.
1: Well, the cool part of See public is it's so customizable. You can change the colors and everything. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Um, you can probably find something that you like. Magnets are there, stickers, uh, the little like banner flags, like take down your barstool one, put up a jobber knocker one. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, I, 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 hate, I hate to give TJ a lot of shit, but I mean, he did a really good job on this website. So give your shout out. Follow, T, uh, follow everybody, but follow uh, T, at TJ, the JK, because he's doing an amazing job for NXT as well as a T-Public store. So we can't do a lot without him and everybody else in the staff. So I just want to give a special shout out to everybody.
1: All right. You want to go? Yeah, baby. So we're going to get to all the Rumble coverage, but we're going to get through the week leading up to the Rumble first. In WrestleMania, there was a lot of stuff. Most of it not great, but there were some things that stood out above the rest. That's why we hit the shine button. Uh, Mandy Rose always in the shine. But we're going to start on SmackDown because WrestleMania, the match of, like, my life happened. The greatest match I've ever seen in the history of wrestling. Sasha Banks versus Reginald. This match was perfect. It was so much fun. It was everything I hoped it would be in more. Reginald, who would have thought he was such a good gymnast? Like, the, the gymnastics that he did to avoid Sasha Banks was incredible. And also, by the way, Sasha Wynn, of course, because she's the GOAT. But uh, it's also uh, time to bring back birthday time with JC, because today, WrestleMania is the boss's birthday. Happy birthday, Sasha Banks.
0: Man, you really love that boss. You really do. You really do. She's the
1: boss. She's in charge of all of us.
0: What is she, like 30?
1: Not even. Really? Not even close, yeah.
0: God, she's got a lot of years left.
1: Good for her. She's gonna be around a long time, health permitting.
0: I got to say, right out of the gate, I mean, there were a lot of things that that really pissed me off this week, including a a, a certain three letters from a certain uh, company acquiring a certain network, but we'll talk about that, I'm sure, at some point. However, this part right here, already we all said it in the thread, match of the year quality. Just hilarious. Uh, I I didn't know this, so I followed uh, Reginald on Twitter. I did not know he was a former Cirque du Soleil performer. That did not, you know, blow my mind at all, but I was just like, that makes a lot of sense because... Good Lord, he's gonna look at a ring and go, "Oh, I can do these things that no one else can." Uh, so Reginald, if if he's if he's not a spot like if he's not just kind of like a spot guy back and forth doing things, it's fine. But like, God damn it, was I was just like, I just the guy has such great fluidity through what he does, and just he can plug and play where he wants. Like maybe he doesn't have that um, star quality yet. Maybe he can learn something in that aspect, or maybe learn more wrestling. But Sasha did a great job, and I was also looking very closely to the amount of effort. And then the amount of uh, offense that he got in versus Sasha, because it was very minimal. If you look at it, it was a lot of evading, which again, they're dipping their toe in the intergender kind of wrestling, which again, I think it's amazing. If you go to look on YouTube, I mean, Beyond Wrestling, Limitless, all the big YouTube wrestling organizations, you look in there and the intergender matches are just through the roof. That's what gets people noticed. Um, I mean, that's where a lot of people get signed from AEW or WWE because of these intergender matches. So I know that WWE has a lot of uh, uh, problems when they have to talk to certain sponsors and and what they're what they're supposed to be. They're Disneyland. They have to have a certain image. But I I thought this was great. I thought that Sasha did a great job. I thought Carmella did a decent job. I thought Reginald. I can't. I mean, he was going to get my comeback, but we only we kind of reserve the comeback for things we don't normally talk about. We can't wait this long without talking about it. It was so good. So. I'm right there with you. And uh, the fact that he knows more about champagne than he does about wrestling does not bother me one bit. (laughs) It was honestly, it was great. It was a nice surprise because I didn't really tease
1: it. Um, But it was a nice, like, it was like such an enjoyable segment because you're right, it's like, We don't get the intergender much in WWE. Like, I remember how big I popped when Corbin hit an end of days on Becky Lynch. I was like, oh, my God. And, like, besides that, like, you had the little little Nia Randy thing last year, which also was exciting. I think Ambrose had a thing with Nia. So there is a way to do it. There's a way to do it effective. I thought they did that on Friday. But also on Monday, WrestleMania, not really a match. But there was a little intergender thing we're going to get to by the end of the show. But I'm talking in general. I had co-shines this week. Co-shines of the week this week. Sasha and Reginald was one. But on Raw... The MVP of the week is Alexa Bliss. She was an absolute rock star from start to finish. I would first want to talk about the Alexa's Playground because it was a different way of like them like recapping stuff to us. But it like it felt fun because it's like, okay, how do we like we recap stuff all the time? We do packages, we show replays, we have people toss the replays. And it's just like a lot of it is boring, and you're just like, you're not interested. But with this, they allowed Alexa Bliss to show off her character while she did it. She was pretty much narrating the story with her on her set. So you just got a whole different feel to how they normally do it, but it also had enough to slowly push it forward as we were leading towards the end of the night. So I thought that segment was very well done.
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of people seem to not like it. I mean it was relatively long, but she did weave a lot of story through it. I did appreciate the fact that they went and did the whole thing about she looked over at the swing again, made a comment and then said, you know, the fiend taught me that trick. So I think they're they're hinting at a lot of things and I don't know, I think the one thing that really drove it home for me was the match itself. Like I I know that once we once we get out of quarantine, like I know that these tricks aren't gonna be really things they can do as much. So they're getting away with it now, based on, you know, the people in the monitors have to play along because either that or they're kicked out and they'll find somebody that will. But they do the whole thing where they had the rocking horse, which was cool to go into break, which kind of was like out of nowhere, obviously, no you know, no, pun intended. Then they come back and she switches the part that really dawned on me. She switched back to regular Goddess Bliss, which again, they made a big deal about. So she could play that vulnerability part, which she was like, where am I? What am I doing? They can't do that with Bray. They can't do that. So it's like, there's another layer there with her that they don't have with Bray Wyatt or the Fiend or the old Bray. And so I, I, I love that aspect of it. And also... And they get to the last part where she was basically on fire and hulking up, and I can't think of a better word that would describe what she was doing there, where she just didn't feel the pain and kept going and trying to beat Asuka, and unfortunately got burnt by Orton, pun intended, because of his face that he didn't (laughs) have his underwear on. But it was okay. Like, I I appreciated all those little tricks, but it felt like the ending was like the exclamation point. And I'm like, okay, because I honestly thought that Bliss had a real shot at winning, so they had me. They had me throughout the night because I was thinking, okay, they have this thing with Charlotte, they have this thing with Asuka. Honestly, I thought we were going to have, you know, Charlotte focus more on the Royal Rumble and maybe lose the tag titles. But I thought Asuka was going to lose everything heading into the Royal Rumble. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll keep everything going. But I seem like now it seems like there's a real, real logic here for Asuka and Charlotte to lose the tag titles because Asuka by herself seems like she's going to hold that championship. If she's not going to hold it now, I mean, not lose it now, she's probably not going to lose it for a while.
1: I still think there's an opportunity for uh, Alexa Bliss to win it probably before WrestleMania. So it's also something to think about with the Rumble. It's like maybe Asuka isn't the champ going in. Maybe it's Alexa. Maybe it's Charlotte. Maybe it's someone else. They, you know, that's that's a beautiful part of this time of year is like, yes, we get a Rumble winner at the end of January. But then people go like, oh, well, then there's, you know, they got to do this. Like I hear people saying, oh, Biggie's going to drop the IC title. It's like, no, no, no. You do realize like end of January to April is a long time. There's plenty of time to do things in between. So I think there's plenty of time. Like I think Alexa and Oscar will probably continue this feud. I see this as like the beginning, but it's like Randy Orton is like now he's like, Alexa, you're what I can see. So until the fiend shows up, I'm going to ruin your life. I thought the RKO was well done. I loved it. I just, the storytelling they have done with this feud has been so good because Historically with WWE, and I think a lot of it is because obviously they don't have a crowd. You mentioned the stunts they're able to pull. Is It's just like they do match and match and match, and it gets boring. But with this, it's allowed them to be like, okay, Fiend, go away for two months. And we'll let Randy and Alexa tell the story. So when The Fiend comes back, it's going to feel fresh again. This is how you do an actual long-term story. And they've been knocking it out of the park. They've had a few of them this year the way they've done it. But this one I think is really starting to stand out. I'm excited for where it's going. We'll probably talk about later if we think The Fiend will return. But Alexa Bliss is my MVP of the week. Because I thought start to finish, she was phenomenal. I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed all of the gaga. I thought Oscar did great too. And Orin pulling off the mask. Thank God. Lucha Boy's gone.
0: Lucha Pucha. He's done. I yeah. just, I, yeah, I was so happy that. It, honestly, the burns look better, in my opinion. I think it looks more menacing, mm-hmm. honestly. So, 100%. And it, and it works with his character where he's just like, you know, holding his face and stuff. So I, I, I'm more excited about this. Um, I can't believe I'm putting this this early in my shine. But I got to see the team of R-Truth and Matt Riddle. Like, I just, <laughs> I lost this. Like, I, I was I was giggling like a little school girl. I have to watch in bed, lights off, wife is sleeping, kids are sleeping, and I have to, like, contain myself while I watch whether I like or I hate something. And I was sitting there, like, violently trying to hold it in because I was just sitting there going, this is magic. I don't know if they knew that this was magic, but this is magic. And this is, like, we're all, we have so many hodgepodge teams This is a hodgepodge team I actually want to see because neither of them is really going to... Like, Riddle can elevate him. Like, they both play off each other so well. Like, I just... I couldn't believe... Couldn't believe the chemistry from those two. Yeah, it was...
1: It was really good. And we've like we taught I mean Truth always is like one of the biggest scenery eaters, as you like to say, like in the company. Whatever segment you put him in, he always steals the show. Riddle's kind of been like that the last couple months, and is like this view with the hurt business, like for something where like on paper, if you look at it, it would seem very repetitive. It hasn't felt that because his character is just oozed and obviously truth is his stuff with the hurt business and they had a ton of segments between these this duo and the hurt business all throughout the night. I even love like Freaking Shelton, God bless him, forgets to take off his mask and makes one of the funniest video clips I've ever seen. <laughs> they're just they're walking out on medicine in their suits. Shelton rips off his mask and goes, shit. It was just like, it's like, I want to be like, it's going to be a work because how do they not notice? But Cedric's face, I'm like, no, this is real. This is just, this is Shelton. So it's just like, no matter where I look at it in this feud, like, I love it because it's the most entertaining thing they have on television. And it's also, when they have to make it serious, it's good too. Like, even though I'm not enjoying the infighting of the Hurt business, for the portion of the Gauntlet match, it worked well because Cedric is really, really, really starting to annoy them where it's not just Shelton now he's pissing off MVP and like MVP took like the immediate pin on this and it's it's really setting up Riddle and Bobby which again I keep saying I want to see more of but they're finding ways to make it make sense and they're allowing Riddle to be the absolute goof where it's like you see him and you don't want to take him seriously but then you see him in the ring it's like I gotta take him seriously so it's one of those things it's like you have the perfect like yin and yang with him where it's like he's the most entertaining thing on the show. And you know, if you put him in the rain, he could be one of the best things in the ring on the show. So, I mean, I'm I, everything about this, I think is a home run, the little chain that they gave him with our truth coming out, being like THP, uh truth. Happy birthday. I literally <laughs> lost it. Cause I was like, how is he going to twist this? and knew about him. And the minute he said, it. I was like, that is so good. It's just like, start to finish, man. Like every, they, they can do no wrong with this stuff.
0: Yeah. They find a way to make it make sense. And again, like, Truth had a jobber alert, and it didn't matter because AJ Styles and and Omos and whatever that was great. That whole thing, like AJ doing charity work, it was whatever. I'm gonna win the Money in the Bank batch. It's just like yeah, okay, whatever. Like he did that before, but it's still funny. And then of course, like we talked about, the Gauntlet match was good too. So it's just like they broke off and came back together, and and it's just there's so much that they're doing well. And we we talk a lot about the stuff they don't do well, but there's a lot of stuff they're doing really well right now, and I, I'm very I'm very pleased as a fan when I see these kind of acts on television because, again, like you said, you can't have match and match and match and match. And if you watch Raw, a lot of Raw isn't very match heavy. It really isn't. And, it, I mean, it hasn't been for a while, but now more than ever, it's just like quick match, quick match, you know, recaps that are long. It's a lot of
1: recaps and bad segments. Yeah. So that's why when we see stuff like this, and like for Alexa, for me, it really stands out.
0: Right, exactly. And I know they know they, they, they know what they have. So they're not, they're not stupid. They know better. But it's just like we have to drudge through kind of like... I'm not even going to talk about it right now, but like the top of the program kind of stuff. Like, we just gotta, yeah, we got it. I got nothing
1: else on Raw that I enjoyed besides those two themes. I'll yeah. be honest. I don't
0: know if you did, but no. I mean, I'm I'm done on Raw. There's a couple of things on SmackDown I want to talk about yeah. very quickly. Which was I got a kick out of Billy Kay getting broken up with and the whole thing. Like she did it again. <laughs> it was a decent match. Like, but the problem that I was and this is a theme that I'm sure I'm going to bring up more in the Heat or maybe when we talk about Royal Rumble in general. But there it is, and I, I'm i not saying this to be hard on Charlotte, but I feel like there is some type of weird, she's just not clicking with people. Like, she wasn't clicking with Ruby, she wasn't clicking on Monday Uh, with, oh, I'm sorry, who she was, Shayna Baszler, and then the six-woman tag. It just seemed like the people that she was in there with, she wasn't clicking properly. Do you think but, she
1: spread too thin? Because I do. I mean, I mean I, I, they're, they're literally, the thing with Charlotte, it's like, not only is she a woman's tag champion and feuding with every woman on the roster it's just like i feel like they're putting her in too many places so it's hard like when you're doing a million little things how are you supposed to be able to focus on one thing you know what i mean like if anyone can do it it's her and it's but it's just like it's a lot like Because, like, yeah, Asuka's on both shows, too, but it's very clear with her. She's feuding with Alexa Bliss. She's just carrying around that tag title. Whereas Charlotte is, like, literally feuding with every woman in WWE because they're all in these hodgepodge tag teams. And it's just, like, everywhere I look, and then she's obviously in the feud with Lacey, too. So it's just, like, there's a lot of Charlotte, which, like, we obviously know why there's a lot of Charlotte. She's one of their biggest stars. But I do feel like when you ask someone to do this much and spread them out this much, it's hard for them to really dig into anything. So you're going to get this kind of, like, Just meh everywhere.
0: Right. Meh. Meh. But again, Billy Kay gets broken up with, and I love a Billy Kay's moment. I can't believe that in 2021, I'm sitting here telling you how big of a Billy Kay fan I am. It it blows my mind, JC, that I would consider that she, to me, she's one of the top acts in, in SmackDown. Probably top act, not the top act, but one of the top acts, top 10 in wrestling right now. I think she's that good.
1: You know what the best part of that segment was? Her Bianca impression. I fucking <laughs> lost it. I'm a man. It was so good. Yeah, because for a man. the most part, like the segment, the match, whatever, it, like yeah. wasn't wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, but like that, like little moment it's little things like that that steal the show for me. Yeah. And it was just like I'm like, you got me. I'm yeah. in.
0: Uh very quickly, the one thing I wanted to talk about was I thought they did a great job with the opening segment with Roman Reigns talking about his body and then making fun of Adam Pierce. I thought that the way that he carried himself in that segment where he was like, You don't see me complaining, my neck hurts, my back hurts. You know, I've been carrying this damn company for years. You don't see me kicking out or doing whatever. Like the only thing that the only reason I wasn't here is because I had cancer. Like I was like, w- w-, like you know, like he didn't say it flat out, but he's basically saying, card, But he was basically saying like it literally took a life and death situation for me not to be here. What's your excuse? And then then here's the line for me. Like as much as I don't love the Adam Pierce overuse, I guess uh, that I would say they use him too much. Is the line that Roman Reigns said to him, he goes, no wonder why you never made it to the WWE kid. I was just like, that's it. Like, you just... you, you. It was like, he cleared the whole negativity that I felt off the stink because I was sitting there going, yeah, like, now it's fine. And then, of course, later on, we'll talk about what happens. It's not necessarily a good thing in my opinion. But that portion of it, I thought, like, that Roman Reigns character development is, like, through the roof on so many occasions he's come through that I was just blown away by how good he is at speaking. And, like, I've had... People tell me like, oh, no, he's really that good. He's really that good. Which I I know he's that good in the ring, but I never knew how well he understood his character. Like that to me blows my mind that he knew exactly what to say on that segment. So I can't overstate it enough. I thought that was some good stuff on SmackDown. I don't necessarily have anything else. So if you want to get heedy The only other note I have is it was more of like an
1: appetizer than something that was great this week. But Give me all the Corbin Dominic yeah, I can handle. Like, I'm all a alert, for that. I'm all in for that. The job alert worked perfectly for what they're trying to do because they're kind of, like, setting up a little, like, dissension between daddy and uh, and kiddo there. And, then, you know, Corbin's the beneficiary, so I'm happy. But, like, we say it all the time with Corbin. It's like little guys. Give me Corbin, Rey Mysterio. Give me Corbin, Buddy Murphy. Give me Corbin Dominic. Like, when we're thinking, like, obviously, we're still in the phase where we're not throwing Dominic out there every week you want to kind of make when he does wrestle. Like, You know, more special and give him an opportunity to to succeed because they do see a bright future in him. I think Corbin's the perfect guy for him to work with because Corbin makes these guys look great. So it was a nice appetizer for me. So I'm excited for where that is headed.
0: I was excited That's that all. it was a jobber alert, and Jominic was done in three minutes. I was so happy. I was just like, "Yes!" Any, any Baron Corbin match <laughs> it, was, be, it was almost not
1: a alert. It was alert. almost. Just I was sweating bullets. That. I, I had was sweating bullets. I the stopwatch. It was like two forty-nine. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, it was close. It was dangerously close. There are a lot of people that are in the neighborhood of three and a half that I do not call jobber alerts because it's not fair. And you've obviously you and TJ yeah. specifically three minutes, me on. Less. Three, three, minute, three minutes or less. That's so what you said. Three minutes or less, your jobber's free. But I will say very much. This is something that I want to talk about very quickly. And it, again, it's a, it's a my point, but this is where I, this is where I, I shine, so to speak, in the shine. Uh, do you ever notice how? they don't have Corbin's guys anymore with them? Do you notice how, like, Betty yeah, Murphy... Buddy Murphy and Aaliyah are not a thing, even though Buddy Murphy killed Seth Rollins. It's just, like, there's so yeah, many things that Yeah, so, just... I, don't,
1: I mean, it's one of those things that's, like, we never know the situations. Like, we know they obviously had, like, a little outbreak going on, so you don't know if that's part of it. Or if maybe sometimes it's one of those things if, like, say, one of those guys in the tag team got a minor injury, they'll just take them off TV till they're healthy. It's also one of these things, like, who knows in the personal life of these people... It's one of those things, like, it just... It's impossible to speculate it. Obviously, we noticed it because this feud like, seemed like it was ramping up. Then it was kind of like they were all off TV for a little bit. But now Corbin's obviously popped back in. Ray's popped back in. Dominic's popped back in. But it just hasn't been the whole set. So I don't know if it's one of those things If like, for any of those circumstances I mentioned happen, or if they're just like, you know what? We like this more as, like, a WrestleMania season thing. Maybe we table it and, like, slow burn it. Who knows? It's one of those things where it's like we can sit here and guess all day. But, yes, I've 100% noticed it. I think we all have. But... I think it's unfair to speculate because who the fuck
0: knows, man. No, I know, I, and that's fair. But it's just it's, it's it's a glaring thing where they made a big deal about it, yes. everything. You know, they,
1: they, literally like I. That's the last, last year more than ever. I've forgiven that just because, like, with all the circumstances in the world, we have no idea what's going on, and to respect people's privacy, like, it's one of those things. Like, maybe someone who gets sick doesn't want to say they got. You know, it, there's a million different things, so it's 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 hard. Um, to, you know, talk about because it's like, yeah, I can guess this, I can guess this but what are we accomplishing? But sure. I do notice it 100%. Right. Would
0: heat you like time, to be time? Get them off my TV get them off my TV, get them off my TV. I don't know if we should start with a certain three-letter word that uh, makes me very angry about a WD network. You want to just get that out of the way?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this is not heat at all. For me, it's you heat. Just don't like it. You yeah. just don't like it because you don't like NBC, which, you know, they pay me. So don't don't be too mean here. Don't get me fired. No, I'm not going to uh, do but, that. Uh, WWE Network, so this is, we're not in the heat yet. This is like kind of like, what do we just call it? Like the the no man zone <laughs> in between the shine and the heat. Because we meant to talk about this off the top. Yeah. then I think my excitement for Sasha Reginald, I yes, jumped the gun. You did. So we're going to stick it here. Uh, yeah. WWE Network is uh, no more as of March they are merging with peacock uh, nbc paid 100 billion actually just one billion dollars for it which is a shit ton of money um, so the wwe network if you have a subscription if you haven't read about it you will be migrated automatically to peacock on a five or four ninety nine plan uh, with ads but you can upgrade to a 9.99 without ads and you get whatever else peacock offers which right now isn't much but i'm sure they'll add more like they did this um, so I read one stat, they're going from a subscriber base of about 1.5 million to Peacock, which like is still very new, already has 25 million. So from a reach perspective, like you now have people who could be watching The Office who could flip over to watch fucking uh, The Rock and John Cena at WrestleMania after. So I think it's nothing but good news, but WrestleMania is not excited about it because WrestleMania has never been the man to hold the grudge. Yeah, that's not true, but... But yeah, it's it's obviously big news in the wrestling world because things are changing. But um, I see it as pretty much all positive for everyone. No, and that's WWE fine.
0: wins no, as well. No, and you're absolutely right. Like, so I will say, for, for, <laughs> if anybody listening at NBC, please, for the love of God, for 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 what I'm about to say, if I do say something, JC or the person playing JC has nothing to say. It has no. Let he is a a model citizen, a model employee. This is just me. Okay. So when I heard the news I thought what a wonderful business deal for WWE. It checks all the boxes for them because honestly, let's if we can call it on the carpet if we can say what it is, they kind of had a failing network, right? So now by sweeping it over to the, to getting a mil- billion dollar you know thing, they can save face and say, "Oh yeah, like we ha- we had it, we had it so good, people wanted to acquire us. We're all, you know, like so that that makes them save face. We're not having a giant sus- subscriber base like they now have with 25 or whatever. Now, this is the other thing that I wanted to say very quickly. So, yes, it is a positive because now you can watch all these things and that's fine. However, I will say this much, and this is the part that drove me, Ray Ray, and our boy, the Joe Stopper. This is why I get mad. They went over and I have an Amazon Fire, a uh, fire stick. He, and there, anybody that has Amazon Fire knows that the, the peacock does not exist on it right now. So, that pisses me off. So, now I'm stuck watching it on my iPad and my phone. Well, so hey, 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 you're not
1: stuck watching it anywhere yet because it's not till March,
0: dude. No, like, I'm just saying this.
1: It, is where, This is why, this is the, this is always the thing. It's like,
0: it's one of those things, it's
1: like when things launch, it's going to be much different than what it is now. Sure. So if it does, if, it, if that happens, when that happens, then sure, you can be mad. But it comes down to Amazon trying to nickel and dime NBC because they know that they hold the cards. It's just like any TV deal. There's a recent thing with like locally for us between YouTube TV and Nesson, which got a lot of people pissed off. It's just these companies nickel and diming each other trying to work it out. And here's the thing. there's a, NBC has a lot of money riding on this, so... By March, they really needs to get the deal done, but it's probably going to go to the last minute. So just because you can't watch it now here on January 26th at 1240 p.m. in the afternoon doesn't mean on March whenever or whatever the sure. hell this
0: launches is going to be. That's fine. And that, that is absolutely fine. But the other thing, too, is like b- holding my personal grudge aside from three letters and, and a certain multicolored turkey, I will <laughs> say this much. It's a peacock. Well, it's, 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 it's a bird, whatever. It's a peacock. It's a bird. Anyway... Beside all that, like I'm, I'm, I'm grown up enough to get over that. Here's, here's, I'm going to reach through this phone and choke (laughs) you in the, Never mind. Anyway, here's, here's, here's the pro. Here's the thing that nobody's really brought up. And this is, this is something that I'm not trying to be a smart ass about. This is something that I want people to think about going forward. Right? So NBC is owned by a certain company, right? Comcast universal, right? Most of the people in this area have... I would say probably Comcast, right? For internet. Correct? Uh, I, I
1: have
0: no idea on okay. that thing. Let's say let's say there's probably a 50-50 split there between Verizon and Comcast. Verizon is not one of the companies that are doing this, however, Comcast is doing this I don't know if you've read in the fine print, they are changing how much you get charged for the internet based on data yeah, usage, I mean- right? So, And when does that plan start? March, interestingly enough. What I want to say here, though, is you're thinking about it this way: the company that now owns WWE or the the rights to WWE stuff is the same company that's going to charge you more for the internet. So it's like one of those things where it's like, now not only are you paying a certain fee, and then you're getting charged more. It's just it's so fishy to me where I'm looking at. But it going do you like know that.
1: you know why they have to do this, right? Because oh, it's data usage, I get we, it. But well it's, it's, well, it's also like these companies. This is what ha- like this is one of those things. It's like. Everyone, a lot of people were cutting the cords, which means these companies were losing a ton of money. And a company like NBC was way behind the times in catching up with streaming, whereas like all of a sudden you have all these other like Netflix was out in front of it and they profited from it. But now everyone's like becoming like a Netflix. So it's now more expensive to pay for all the individual streaming services than actually just get cable, which is insane to me because cable has been so expensive. So the reason why a company like Comcast, these other companies are able to survive so well is because they still control the internet because Netflix isn't giving you internet. Netflix needs the Comcast to give you the internet so they can give you their product. So they're realizing that, yeah, so we're losing, they're losing money everywhere, hemorrhaging and whatever, you can pandemic and a million other things owned by NBC. Like there's a million factors, but they're suddenly realized that like the internet's our number one thing. And so we've been giving this thing where it's kind of like everyone gets the same thing is equal. It's like, well, now it's like, we're suddenly in a position where like we're, if people aren't paying for this and this, we gotta make a profit so we can stay in business. And since everyone needs the internet, it's like, well, it's about time we profit off of the people who maybe use it more. It sucks. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, but it's, it's just, it's just it's
0: weird. It's, it's definitely weird because not, well, now, think about it this way: it's, it's, just, it's a response to them losing all the money. Sure. To the but let me let me just let me just look at it this way, right? From a, from a hardcore wrestling standpoint, right? Like, if I not not that I don't have Comcast, so this doesn't apply to me. But I mean, it probably will over time with whatever I'm using for a carrier. But I'm just saying in general, think about it this way, right? You're watching something and you overwatch with the wrestling. You, like, let's say like a boy, like our boy Dom, right? Like we know Dom watches heavy wrestling when he's got free time. The more and more and more and more internet you clog up, the more internet you're paying. So it's like they know, and that's a smart move on their point. It's just one of those shisty things where you look at it. You're like, I know you got to make money, but like, you, you know, you don't care about the common person. So it's just hard when I go like, okay... I'm I'm paying a certain fee, and now I have to go through that data usage thing. It's such a pain in the ass because now I agree, it's, it's but smart. It also
1: they're not going to exist if they don't do this. And you not, know that, what I mean, that, so it's, it's a response
0: fair. where it's it's one it's just
1: it's that's the world that we live in. That's the capitalism world that we live in, and it it sucks, believe me. Because I don't want to have more expenses or whatever. But it's just it's it's one of those things. It's a response, so it's just it's always like there's always you know there's all adage of like every reaction has an equal but opposite reaction. Sure. So the action of people like changing things which probably is for the betterment because everything's more accessible and it's cool and it's great but the the reaction is this you know and it's just that's unfortunately how it works in the world and they're a giant company and they're always going to protect their interests and uh believe me we all see it like those of us that do work for big companies there's always things that it's just it sucks but it is it is the way the world is going but in terms of as a WWE In terms of access, and for the WWE in terms of growth and exposure, and getting more people involved and allowing the product to grow even more, this is good because there's going to be such a higher chance of people watching the product now than there was before, which is a good thing for wrestling in general.
0: I see. I'm I'm now based on that aspect alone. You said something right there that made me kind of think. I don't necessarily like. They will necessarily get more people watching it, but I don't think the growth and it's hard to really look at the potential of how many people are actually going to tune in because. I don't think people are going to tune in live to stuff as much anymore. Like, so, but you know here's, what I mean? here's the
1: difference. So, I you're, mean, definitely you're more Joe people Schmo. are going to watch. You're Joe sure. Schmo. You're Joe Schmo, and you don't watch wrestling anymore because you don't want to pay for your network. The wife doesn't want it or whatever. But all of a sudden now it's on Peacock, and you have the package on Peacock because your kids watch some like NBC show, and your wife loves The Office. And suddenly it's like you're Joe Schmo couldn't watch it before. You're like, holy shit. I can watch the network whenever I want now because I have this peacock. So my wife can be in the other room watching the office. I can be on my iPad and I'm watching WrestleMania. Like it just it's that's what I mean when you get more chances of growth. But now that like cause the, the WWE network was awesome for us as wrestling fans, cause it's all in one place, it's all wrestling. But the only people who are buying that are only want the wrestling. But now all of a sudden, like people who are buying Peacock and will have Peacock for other reasons are getting the wrestling too like, just as they're, so you're, they're more likely to be like, oh, shit, like, I can watch this right. now. So I think in that aspect, like, just the the, the raw numbers of the 1.5 million subscribers for WWE, there's already 25 million on Peacock, and it's brand fucking new. I've never even turned on Peacock, and I work for the company, but there's just not a lot on there yet. There will be once more live sports get on there. Like, it's going to grow. It'll probably be great hopefully. Um, but it's just, it's the fact that those numbers are already that high, it shows you the reach and the difference because instead of just targeting one tiny audience, the peacock is going to spread its wings and its
0: colors are going to shoot all over the world. I, I was going to say your, uh, your peacock is showing a little, uh, but anyway, uh, very quickly, I want, I want to just mark my line on saying, you know, what's really funny after all of this, like, no, yeah. I'm not going to, I, I thought about really ripping it. And then I thought like to myself, like I woke up this morning and I was like in a good mood and I'm like, you know what? Like, it's not a bad move. I'm just not. I'm just. I'm just But here's here's the. If crux. this was Fox who yeah. bought it. And Fox is a streaming service. Oh, Fox is is, is Disney you'd Plus feel, though, com- right? Is Disney You'd Plus. feel com- you'd feel completely different. But Disney Plus is Fox, so it might be different. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but.
1: Well, yeah, but yeah, but it, I'm just saying, but, like, if say Fox had a Peacock network, like, you know right. what
0: I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. But here's It's here's, just
1: it's, it's the difference of letters, which really irks you, oh, which yeah. I
0: understand. Yeah, it is funny to me because it seems like all these packages are coming together. It's almost like we're gonna end up just realizing, well, fuck, like like it's just go back to cable. Like it's just like, it's exactly. All be psychic, 100%. That's what I was trying
1: to get at earlier. when I was saying, it's like the cable package was like, here's everything you're paying a shit ton of money, but right. you're getting it all. Now all of a sudden it's like, well, you still might want like a tiny thin of ca- cable, but then you got to get Disney plus, you got to get Netflix, you got to get HBO max. You got to get this, you got to get that. And it's just like, well, 10, 499 plus 1299 plus. Holy right. shit. I'm paying more. Like that's right. where we're headed. But that is just, that is the reaction to the industry growing. But now all of a sudden, it's like everyone's like, well, we all need a streaming service and, you know, you all going to have to pay for it. So Right.
0: No, I get it. And that's that,
1: why I don't think it's the end of the world that, hey, it's like these two WWE merging with NBC as wrestling fans. If someone wanted Peacock, it's like suddenly they're saving us money now that it's all in the same thing. So sure. no, that's why like for me, it's like I'm not paying any extra money and it's going to be more available to other people. That's a win.
0: Sure. And it, then they're, they're not dumb for doing it by any stretch. They're not. No. So I don't want to spend more time on it because, again, it, I, I've, I've thought more about it and it's just like, you know what? It's, it's just... It's a good point for everybody, but me. That's really what it comes down to. Like, I'm just, I'm just to be. I have to be honest and, and have some personal growth here. Like, I Wait, I'm just,
1: every time you have to hit the loading screen and the peacock pops up. Oh, it's gonna, gonna drive be me nuts. Triggered.
0: It's gonna drive me nuts. I'm sure my password oh. will be something to, to to say something specific. But like, I'm just like, I have to get over it. Like, it's just, it's, it's. You can't hold on to grudges. You just can't, right? Like, they're honestly like, and that's the other thing too is, is I only interact with certain people, so I can't say the whole company is bad. It's just not that the whole company is not so. It just is what it is. It's just it's uh,
1: big companies. It's always that.
0: They're always going to, yeah, they're always going yeah, to, they're, they're always going to have associated. haters. You're always going to have haters. So, you know what? You got to move on. So, anyway, let's get into the regular part of the heat where I can get very upset over certain things that actually matter. Um, do I talk about the obstacle course real quick? Because this thing fucking yeah, let's blew. Do it. it just, it, so here's- I, I laid it out for you folks, I laid it out and I said, here it is folks, I need to have this happen. I even had the inflatables at the end, it would be great. Then they did the NXT obstacle course with the Bobby- this literally harkened back to Bobby Lashley and Sammy with his military daughters, or, or no, military uh, sisters and stuff. Like, God damn it! like, I just- I was so disappointed, I had- I actually had hopes and dreams that, well, like, this could be really fun. And they fucked it up so royally, especially being in a giant Tropicana field. They could have done something really cool, like you said, multi-segment. They dropped the ball, no pun intended. Like I was, I mean, not on not on the the performance part, just like the fact of what was in front of them to climb. It was just so stupid and so just Mickey Mouse together. And it dated you could tell they thought obstacle course and then they didn't have any execution. Again, they had my expectation, couldn't land on the execution whatsoever
1: yeah i was honestly i'll be i'll be honest because on what they did in terms of like if i didn't have the expectation they were going to do a location do this awesome shoot it wasn't the worst thing i ever saw like her carry notice like all that stuff is impressive like her and bailey's back and forth it was fine like the comedy of it but it was already an l the minute that they rolled to it and i noticed they were just in the arena it was immediate out no matter what they did it was going to be bad even though the actual execution of what they did like i said. It wasn't anything special, but it wasn't bad. It was fine. There were some good moments that I enjoyed, but it was just an automatic L because we gave ourselves these expectations because we've seen these great things they've done. Whether it was even something like the swap match, which wasn't the best of it, but it's like they, they you know, they was something they did these things that were different. In this, we really thought it was an opportunity for it, and they didn't do it. So. Take a big L on that one, WWE. Drizzling
0: poops. It was the worst part of this week. I go to fast forward. If yeah, you have I
1: don't to. know about that. Oh, it's up there. It's
0: definitely up there. I was not...
1: There was some bad stuff this week because uh, I don't know. Did you see the beginning of Raw? Yeah, I that was that was, was pretty, pretty bad. horrible.
0: That was pretty bad too. <laughs> when you know Miz and Morrison are just there to take you know take finishes, it's just like okay, oh. whatever. Goldberg sweats anywhere. Like walking, he can sweat. Is, he doesn't. He's not
1: intimidating anymore. When he comes out in the entrance and he comes out of the smoke, he looks like a little kid trying to punch, but he can't punch because he's just not. I don't know, dude. It's just like I—I I feel so bad for the Mac.
0: I mean, if he loses, we'll feel a lot worse. It's good. Yeah,
1: it's either he loses or he's gonna have to carry that carcass around for even like two minutes. But I—I'm I'm, I'm uh, telling we'll you right now, on I'm telling but... you
0: right now, if it gets past seven minutes of actual bell wrestling time, I'm gonna be shocked. If it's more well, than seven we can minutes. do that with them
1: standing around and bullshit. But yeah, if it, if I am we'll t- save I'm, that yeah. for the predictions. Yeah. But. Yeah.
0: It's, it, I was just so bummed out. I was like, thank God this is over. Let's move on. Like, he had he had to do the whole baby face. Thank you for the prayers thing. Like, uh, and that was, you know, I will say he does a great job with that stuff. Like, Drew McIntyre does a great job of having handed that white meat baby face kind of thing and making it seem more genuine than it is. Because, like, yes, he had COVID. Yes, it is serious and all that stuff. But, like, I just when I was watching it, I was going, God damn it. Like, this is tough. Like, even for me to think about like, how could I say that promo without coming off like inadequate in any way? Like it just, he did a great job with it. And then of course they had the other, you know, the Gaga with it. They just kind of blew. I will say this. Trash. Question, it's trash. It's not going to get any better. And, uh, I'm just not happy with it. Uh, and then of course, later on in the night, we had Morrison and, and, and Seamus have a match. And then it was, uh, you know, because, Sheamus had to win. They had to have a handicap match. And then so, of course, 50-50 booking would imply that Miz and Morrison finally got one over on Sheamus, which meant nothing because it was just kind of there and does whatever. It just, ugh, it just, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Honestly, a lot of it did. And then honestly, on Raw specifically, the last thing is I didn't, and I didn't hate the Lacey, Rick in the back segment with the, with the women's right at the end. And then like all that stuff, I thought that was a positive. I thought that was great. That was more Don Marie or Triple H, Trish-esque. Back in the day, I, I love that stuff. Um, but the match with the the shitty part. Which one? The shitty part? Which, Shane, one? The shitty Which part, match? There I were know. three of them. I, 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 poor John <laughs> Cone. Like, poor John Cone No, he made a mistake. Like, literally. Like, honestly, it's not even a mistake. It was Shayna Baszler's mistake for not even getting in at the time. Yeah. You know, and he did his job. He, he did his job. So it's not Everybody complaining about everything. You're supposed to do. But it was just like, it, it showed Like it showed that nobody gave a fuck. Like, it literally, it, when I was watching it, I thought Charlotte didn't care about being with Shayna because it wasn't a match. Dropped the leg by Nia. Okay, now we have a, a six-man, or sorry, six-woman tag with the sexy muscle friends, as they call themselves, which is whatever. And that was fine. Your boy, Even Mandy
1: wasn't impressed. Yeah,
0: man- did you see the meme? Oh Mandy my God. wasn't impressed. Mandy felt like she was in the seventh layer of hell. Like, it looked yeah, like you she just why? didn't want to be there. She's
1: like... I'm going to have to be in the heat this week. This is bullshit. I'm always in the shine. So I'm going to create my own shine vortex in my frowny face during this so I can pull myself out of this fucking garbage because that's what it was. And then they restarted the
0: match and shocker Naya <laughs> like fucking destroyed Dana. <laughs> Poor Dana. <laughs> that girl takes a beating. She does take a beating and keeps on ticking. Like she's, she's the energizer bunny. No joke. But like. Like the minute Charlotte like pieced out, I was just thinking to myself like it was the perfect ending where it was just like nobody gives a fuck. Lacey didn't care, neither did Charlotte. It was just so much gaga. I was just like, this is why I don't like wrestling sometimes. This is why I can't. I'm like in a three hour show. I watch. This is why we don't like raw. Yeah. This is like (laughs) there's just so much unnecessary bullshit, and they're like they can't figure out anything, and they're probably like, oh, let's see you do better. And of course, I'm not gonna say I can do better because I'm not in the thick of it, but I'm I'm telling you right now. Most of us can come up with at least something halfway decent that wouldn't be insulting to watch, like a six woman tad that had to be restarted and then at the end of it made no goddamn sense. So I was just it was so just pedestrian to watch and I was just so angry. Like I just I hated it for a reason. I hate it for a reason, JC. It makes no fucking sense.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, I just that was and there was more stuff if you want to start pissing through stuff. But like uh, Woods beat uh, Slapjack, so yes! Retribution's undefeated streak is over. Leave it but I will say guy. I did like that they actually let Ali kind of promo on Raw. He brought up the Kofi angle. I'm intrigued by that storyline. I see everyone being like, Ali, Kofi at WrestleMania. And I'm thinking, I don't know if they're going to give them their chance at WrestleMania. Maybe. I hope so because I think it's a fun storyline. But it's nice to see that there's at least a little direction here, even though we literally have the same thing every week at least the other guy won but yeah it was crap
0: yeah i mean look i'm i'm right there with you the promos were good and then i was watching slapjack and going like oh this isn't going to end well and then of course <coughs> it didn't so it, it is what it is and but again uh, say hello to Kofi for me it saved it right so but it, again this is this is the logic that i have when i'm watching nothing matters because slapjack yeah. lost and then Xavier Woods was held hostage so it didn't even make any like to me i know it, it, it like the bad guys have to look bad and uh, you know look you know better than everybody else and to get their come up ins later but it was just like, then why are we having this match? Like, what's the point of it? Like, it just The fill time. Yeah. But here's the
1: thing on Raw: like, this is this is my biggest thing. This is probably my biggest heat left with Raw. Is that you mentioned it earlier? SmackDown has a longer matches, a little less hour. How about instead of just fucking all the bullshit and the repetitive nature of stuff and the extra extra like recaps and packages and nonsense? Like, Xavier Woods is a good wrestler. Slapjack is a good wrestler. Instead of having to be a fucking job alert every week why not give them like a two seger match? Like this is the difference between them and like AEW does a lot of useless matches, but they give them time to actually wrestle. So if I watch it, it's like, oh, this is good. Oh, I've never seen this person do this. So I'm just pretty much saying like, give these guys a chance. Like Xavier Woods rarely gets long matches unless they in a tag team. Right now he's a singles guy. Let him show what he can do. We know Slapjack can go with the best of them. He's just, he's in a mask for a reason because he doesn't have a character, but he can wrestle. Let them freaking wrestle. Like, it's one of those things. Maybe you'll make someone more of a fan of these guys if you give them more time to actually show what the show is about, wrestling, as opposed to bullshit. That's my take on Raw in general.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I don't really have much more to talk about in the heat. I thought like there was some good stuff, but it wasn't some bad stuff. It's kind of eh. Like, it just kind of eh for me a yeah, lot. Yeah, even the rest of SmackDown, none of it really did anything for me. All right, let's move on to, I believe, the best part of the show.
1: Glorious! You are my 30 hopes. So Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, we do this every year. Our boy, OG, the intern back in the day, came up with this idea. Our first Rumble uh, episode as a Jobber Knocker family, it was a big hit. We enjoyed doing it. Um, it's fun coming up with these. So hopefully we have some good stuff for you guys.
0: So we have to give a special shout out to our boy at Traviac. I don't know if he's still at Traviac and he might be Nikolai Nelson now, but he's, he's our boy, Trav. He does a great job and, uh, he's a very creative person. So I love him. And I just want to give a special shout out cause he is the brainchild of 30 hopes. Uh, and I think we're five years in, in doing this. So I, you know, I, this is the fifth time we've done this, I think. Uh, so this is going to be a lot of fun again. Uh, we're just trying to one-up each other, honestly, at this point and probably aggravate each other. I'm not going to aggravate you. I just want to come up with the best hopes possible because these are things... yeah, mostly... hey, all,
1: all of mine are the best hopes. I definitely <laughs> don't have one that's perfectly meant to agitate No, of course you, not because two, that's just the way you three, are. But I, four.
0: And I'm sure all of mine will go completely out the window when you piss me off. So let's just... Do you, I, do you want me to give you first dibs?
1: You want me to go first? Sure. I can go first. Okay. got to make it a good one then. So i got to look at my list here and I'm uh, thinking like, oh, what is something that will really, really, really get people's engines running? Well you know what would WrestleMania? how about a return at the royal rumble of an absolute legend someone who did things for this industry that people will never forget someone who was decorated and great and amazing Oozed charisma was an incredible wrestler one of jc's favorites of all time and he by god he was tough enough, man. No. Bring me Maven. I've been waiting for it. He's been linked to the company. He was on that stupid bump show. So put him in the Rumble. He had his probably one of the greatest moments in Rumble history when he eliminated The Undertaker. And why not have a moment like that again? I could see him throwing out Keith Lee. I could see him throwing out Braun Strowman. I could see him throwing out the big show. Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Kane. Hell, if Nia Jax tries to enter the Men's Royal Rumble again, Maven will throw her out too. Bring me Maven or bring me death.
0: You start off the show with that? You start <laughs> off the show with that garbage? I told you I had to come up with a big one. Yeah, a big, big steaming pile of dog do. No, um...
1: Nestlemania, Maven is one of the greatest superstars of all time. Stop
0: it. You're embarrassing he yourself. Is. listen listen no, not. He listen, is. Listen. Everyone agrees with me. No, not anybody. Nobody. Everyone Nobody. on this program except for you agrees with me. They're humoring you because it upsets me. That's exactly there's what happens. Than,
1: there's more than just me and you on this program?
0: No, I'm saying the people that are part of this.
1: I was <laughs> trying to make a joke and you ruined it by not getting it.
0: God, what's well, your welcome in my life. I don't get a lot of things, including, well, right. And let's move on. Uh, my first, so I, have to, I actually have to write these things down because I can't believe I'm keeping track of this bullshit. So I had a lot of things in my brain that I wanted to, to start off the show with, but here's, here's what I'm going to start with. So I'm going to start off big, right? We have Matt Riddle in the Royal Rumble, folks, and Matt Riddle is just... Throwing motherfuckers around and doing all his stuff and broing all over the place, and then he just kind of sits there and he's just like, "Come on, man, enjoy the party." And then of course, ten nine eight happens, and the next guy comes out. R V D. And we have the biggest pot smoking convention in the middle of the fucking ring. We have that moment where bro takes on RVD. And it's just one of those, you you need to have a marriage and want a moment. Like, that's what it is, folks. And I'm thinking Riddle and RVD. I just want to see that that thing where it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. He's going to go, ah. And he's just going to go RVD. They're just going to keep doing... There's hand motions in the middle of the ring where everybody else gets very upset and throws them both out. So that's what I'm thinking about. Just just give me that moment of Riddle and RVD. I would love it. I think it would be such a great comical spot. And uh, I, I love this shit. So I'm, I'm ready to go.
1: I like it, WrestleMania. But you know what? Can't always have comedy. Sometimes you got to have – got to set stuff up for the future. How about like a major WrestleMania match? Well, you know who we haven't seen in a while who will probably show up because it's almost WrestleMania season? Brock! Lesnar. He enters the Rumble. Maybe he doesn't do what he does last year and take over the thing, but maybe he comes in at like 22, and there's like five people he immediately throws out, and he's all brocky, like Rah! But then I don't know. Say like 25 or 26 pops around, and out comes one of the guys who should be the favorite because he's been an absolute tear, and that is Roberto. Mr. Bobby Lashley himself, the United States champion, comes out, and you know who he's going for in WrestleMania. The man that he wants at WrestleMania, and that is Barack Lesnar. We get a stare down in the middle of the ring. They fight. They're just each like one-upping each other by throwing out scrubs. Bye-bye, Dolph Ziggler. Bye-bye, Tyler Breeze. Yeah, I'm just hoping Tyler Breeze.
0: I can't believe you did that.
1: But, <laughs> but we get the showdown, and then finally, Bobby gets the best of Brock? What is this? And it sets up the feud. Which we've all kind of been waiting for, I feel like, for a long time. I feel like we've ho- I've hoped for this for like Survivor Series, for SummerSlam, for a million different things. But maybe this is finally the year at WrestleMania because Brock appears to be away from the title pictures. Bobby is doing his thing with the U.S. title, but Riddle could easily take that from him. And we get Bobby versus Brock, finally, at WrestleMania.
0: Wow. That's a good one. That's a
1: good one. That's probably the most serious hope of how I have the rest of the program.
0: And mine is more serious as a heart attack here. Some of these are mostly obvious that I'm wishing for, but I think that they necessarily need to happen here at this Royal Rumble right now. I love Raquel Gonzalez. I think she should be in the Royal Rumble for the women's. I think that she is going to be, she probably will be. And she's going to be, and this is my, this is premier tossing. Just like last year with Bianca Belair lasting, throwing, throwing people out over the top rope. I wanted to throw out some, maybe some names, maybe a Shayna Baszler, maybe even a Charlotte to get that huge, oh my God moment. I don't necessarily think she's going to throw out a Charlotte, but I think they're going to find somebody that she, she could be not the final four, but I think she may be the final six. I think that this is a moment for Raquel that she needs to be – she's done everything in NXT that she can with the exception of winning the the, the women's championship from EO. But I just – there's so much of a a big deal, especially with uh, one of my hopes later, I'm sure, uh, being in the Royal Rumble for somebody else. Uh, I think that she will definitely, definitely be in it. And I want to see a great showing from her.
1: I like it. You know what else I like, WrestleMania. I like the Miz. So the Miz is in the Royal Rumble. He's in there. Maybe his boy Jomo's with him. But then those bullies, Keith Lee and Seamus, come in and throw out Morrison. <laughs> and they got Miz cornered. And Miz doesn't know what to do. But in the background, the clock is ticking down. Could help be on the way? Three, two, one. Da-na-na-na-na. Say it to my face! Out comes the old protege of The Miz, Alex Riley, in his big return. He saves The Miz from the bullies. They eliminate Keith Lee. They eliminate Sheamus. They eliminate Jeff Hardy because they're the three biggest bullies probably in WWE. Get rid of all of them. And Alex Riley helps his boy The Miz, announces his return, and suddenly The Miz has a budding stable of greatness. So great that Daniel Bryan will probably even beg to join him.
0: You have the first three hopes of the show. And you blow it on Maven yep. and Alex Riley. Right, I don't you think take, do you take it. this game seriously? Do you? Yeah, those are the, probably the
1: two biggest stars in oh. WWE history oh. that aren't oh. in WWE right now because Shelton
0: Benjamin's back. Oh so I God. got that one. You, I'm gonna. I need a palate cleanse. I'm gonna start. Alex Riley's the goat. Don't know what you're talking about. Go to yeah. He may a, he's. I'm not even gonna get there. Very, these are things that I'm wishing for, but this is something that I thought would be a cool little spot. Since you talked about the Braun Strowmans coming back, you maybe thought about a Keith Lee or a Sheamus or even Brock Lesnar. I This is what I would love to see. I think Leon Ruff should get a spot in the Royal Rumble. He does his flip-flopping, and da bopping and thing, you know what he's doing over there. And finally, after he thinks he's like, I can beat everybody, he turns around to one of those big guys. They just pick his ass up and they sail him into the fourth row. Like I just would love to see Leon Ruff get his little... Even having him evade all these like big dudes and stuff like that, maybe he has a Kofi spot or a, jo- a Jomo spot that he could probably do something cool with. I think that'd be awesome, and then just have him get totally wrecked because Leon Ruff has done a great job in 2020. I think he deserves this moment because I think a lot of people don't know who he is, and I think it'd be I think it's a, a spot not wasted on Leon Ruff. So that's my spot right there. That's for TJ because he loves NXT so goddamn much. I like Leon Roth.
1: But you know what? You got my 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 clock turning here because you're talking about underdogs. You're talking about someone who's maybe some people considered undersized. So I'm looking at the Women's Royal Rumble and I'm thinking, who deserves to be the Iron Woman in this Rumble match? Who is someone that is always underappreciated? Who is always working hard? Who is always overcoming expectations? Has already had a bigger career than people ever thought she would. Well, for me, that's the person I want to come in at number one and last until near the end. And that is Liv Morgan. She deserves it. She's a stud. One half of the, one third of the ride Squad, one half. I think they kicked out Billy Key. So she's one half again. But I want Liv Morgan to be the Iron Woman of the Women's Royal Rumble in 2021.
0: That's a strong one. I like that one. I think that'll be a lot of fun too. I think that it wouldn't be something people would actually talk about very much until it's right in front of them. So that's been pretty cool. Um, staying with the Women's Royal Rumble. I thought this would be funny based on what we saw Sunday. I'm sorry, uh, on Friday, excuse me is that Carmella is in the Royal Rumble. Except she refuses to get in because she's better than everybody else and puts Reginald in there instead. So (laughs) Reginald now has to compete in the Women's Rumble until Carmella sees fit to tag in and then do whatever she wants because I think Reginald doing the work... And Carmella getting the spot is funnier to me. I think that having him do some Cirque du Soleil kind of bullshit and maybe even having frustrating all the baby faces and stuff like that and having her just drink champagne on the outside for the duration of the Royal Rumble would piss off people like me. So I think that that would be a lot of fun because they did the whole, you know, back in the 90s, Jerry Lawler went underneath the ring and came out later. Like, he basically didn't do anything. I think this is a cool way to keep Carmella in her character, sitting outside in the champagne, maybe on a couch or something while Reginald's in there doing all her work for her.
1: I like it. So WrestleMania, what would you say is, what is the one where all the most of the winners come from? Is it 26 or 27? 26, I believe has three or four. All right. So we're, we just get through 25 and 26 is coming. It's like, oh man, whoever comes out next, they're going to be a favorite. And you know what? This is really a hope. Someone got injured in another promotion recently, who was a former WWE employee who was let go of part of the, the cuts but this person, quote-unquote, is injured right now and probably can't compete. But maybe they've been faking it because it was all a ruse for this rumble moment to really solidify themselves, to finish the holy trinity of 3MB. I'm just one man! Oh, I'm a woman band! Out comes Heath Slater, and he's just throwing people over, looking dominating. Dominant, he's yoked. He's bigger than the math. He's more gas than ginger, but he's just one man. But he's one man enough to win the Royal Rumble, go on to WrestleMania, and take down the biggest bully of them all, Roman Reigns, and solidify himself as the top babyface in the company, as universal champion, and finishes the trifecta of 3MB.
0: I mean, I love that. But I feel like the, I feel like the first five hopes you've had so far, you're holding Drew, the jobber of the jobber Knocker, right now. Hey man, it's it's this is these are these are hopes for the greatest stars in sports entertainment history. It's, it's true because we have a lot of things I want to talk about. There there are certain things that, that are not going to take a lot of my time. Like I want to see. Here's here's what I want to see. One of my quick hopes: Rey Mysterio throws out Dominic. I think that would be something a lot of people aren't going to think about. They think that maybe Dominic was getting frustrated with his dad. I say let's turn it around. Let the dad be like, nah, guy, this is for adults only. Got to be 21 plus. Like, I, I know he's 23, but it would be funny to be like, nah, you you have a lot to learn. Dad's got to finish this out on his own. I think that would be fun.
1: You know what else I think it would be fun is, you know, we're talking returns, man. It's the Rumble. So a lot of these, like, they're just, there's returns. And there's someone coming. We don't know when. We don't know how. But she's probably the greatest untapped talent in WWE history. And, you know, she can only be properly introduced by a PA voiceover announcer (laughs) guy. So, about 30 in the Women's Royal Rumble. It could be all red everything. Hell, it could be all purple everything. It could be all whatever the hell she wants it to be everything. Because Eva Marie is coming back, baby. And I think she's coming back this Sunday at the Royal Rumble. Hell. She might not win it. She probably should. But it's time to bring back Eva Marie. Bring her in the Royal Rumble. Get that heat. And let her soak in her greatness.
0: I feel I feel like the people at home don't necessarily care enough about her. So I, I just... I feel like oh, you, they will. I feel like the crowd needs to be there to boo her. Like that, to me, like is the essence of who she is. That's She's just me. greatness. My number 30 for the women's, this is what I'm going to say. Uh, somebody gets hurt, nobody can do it better than themselves. She's... <laughs> She's part of the staff. She's an official now, folks. Sonya Deville comes out and makes number 30 and throws everybody out and wins at number 30.
1: Hashtag JC's hopes come true. To get
0: back into what she should be doing, and that's kicking ass and taking names and being Daddy Deville. I would love to see Sonya be like, you know what, I'm going to do this myself, folks. I like it. Well, WrestleMania, so,
1: you know, a lot of NXT guys get their chance to shine in the Royal Rumble. You know, we've seen we've seen plenty over the years getting in there. And, you know, instead of having a lot of the guys that are down there have done it before... Let's get someone new. Let's get a real star. Let's get a man that looks good in a top hat. Cameron Grimes, baby. who has been off NXT with an injury, but it'd be a great way to bring him back. Our boy Ray Ray would love it as his biggest fan. Bring Cameron Grimes in. Let him go in the Royal Rumble. Because you know what? Whatever he does in that Rumble, even if it's a brief stint, you know it'll be entertaining as fuck. So I want him to be a part of the 30 men that enter the Royal Rumble.
0: You sort of took one of my hopes, so I'm going to build off of what yours just was. I had Cameron Grimes come to the Royal Rumble, but I had this part here as well. So let's say he's 20. 21 is Dexter Loomis. Scares him and he jumps <laughs> up the top rope. Because <laughs> I think that'd be hysterical to I keep like that it. old thing going.
1: I like it. All right. Well, WrestleMania, you know, we talked into gender earlier. And I feel like I hoped for this last year, too. But now it's kind of more appropriate because we're in the Men's Royal Rumble. We've seen Nia enter it, but... I'd like to see someone else enter it, because as we saw in SmackDown, she can beat the boys. And she can beat the boys all day long. And currently, Sasha Banks is a SmackDown Women's Champion, so there's really no reason for her to enter the Women's Royal Rumble. But there's a lot of reasons for her to enter the Men's Royal Rumble, because why not get a taste of more gold? She would dream of headlining WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, or Drew McIntyre slash Goldberg, probably going to be Goldberg. Imagine Sasha Banks versus Goldberg. Maybe she could pull a match out of him. But that's neither here nor there. Sasha Banks entering the Men's Royal Rumble. I think it would be great to see her athleticism and ability on display with some of the top men in the world. So that's got to be one of my 30 hopes, man.
0: I think you need to calm down about how much you love this lady. Like, I just, I, you know. I mean, she's the greatest woman's wrestler of all time. I mean, she probably will be when, when it's over. I I, I, I think she's got to do a lot more to get there, honestly. Well, yeah,
1: of course. But of she's course, she's on her but,
0: way. She's absolutely on yeah, her, her way. Yeah, her and Charlotte, 1A and 1B, baby. Uh, So, you know. It, it, it's it, it dawned on me as I was talking about this in my brain while you were you know talking about something else I would want to see Sami Zayn in the Royal Rumble Sammy Zayn decides you know what I refuse folks I refuse to enter the Royal Rumble and handcuff myself to the bottom rope without getting in that this is, is like, literally one of my hopes okay. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love it. Because I, I just don't so then of course, you know, somebody like Big E has to like rip him apart and then throw him dump him over because it's Big E to get him that moment. But I just having Sammy walk back and forth with a documentary cool the whole time, yucking it up, would be fucking hysterical for me. That's so that's what I'm gonna say right there.
1: So this isn't gonna count as one of my hopes, but mine was gonna be that he handcuffs himself in the ring. And people can't eliminate him because he's handcuffed to the ring. Until Braun Strowman returns, nah. rips the frickin' handcuff in half, throws him over, and a dumpster just happens to be there. You know, because throwbacks, but that doesn't count.
0: I forgot you threw him in a dumpster. <laughs> I can so, totally you know, that.
1: we've talked a lot about two-thirds of the three MBs, but we haven't talked about the third third, and that is gender. Mahal! If they don't do Brock versus Bobby, the Royal Rumble would be a great way to finally give us the dream match of Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar that we were robbed of that Survivor Series. So what better way to set it up? Brock Lesnar's dominating. You know what? He eliminates all 28 other guys and he's standing there by himself in the Royal Rumble waiting for number 30 and out comes the modern day Maharaja. And he beats the living shit out of Brock Lesnar, makes him look like a chew toy, throws him over, and he's hulking his way to WrestleMania. And Brock has to go squash Goldberg to get the title so he can face Jinder at WrestleMania in the biggest match of all time.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that came out of nowhere, but okay. Escalated quickly, didn't it? That just, that day, it did es- escalate quickly. Uh, very quickly, there's something else that I wanted to point out because this is something that I've been on since 2021 is a big deal for. Uh, you know, WrestleMania and definitely for Retribution because they've almost been on a roll, folks. Uh, I'm going to say Retribution takes over the Royal Rumble at one point, And it's very CM Punk-esque where Ali just keeps cutting promos while everybody in Retribution just starts dumping people out until, of course, somebody like a Braun Strowman comes in and cuts that shit off. I think having Ali show off his mic skills on a better thing than just a WWE exclusive is more important. I think that would show how good he really is. I think it helps. Retribution may be t- taken a little seriously at this point because it's definitely like, uh, you know, a wet fart. So that's my hope there. I like it. You know what
1: else I like, Nestlemania? I, I haven't picked the Iron Man for the Men's Royal Rumble yet. So I was thinking, I was like, who's someone that could put on a show? Who's someone that would really get everyone excited? Literally everyone would be excited about this. Not one person would dislike it. How about Dominic Mysterio as the Iron Man of the Royal Rumble? But not even that, wrestlemania He breaks Daddy's record or Daniel Bryan, whoever holds it now. Dominic Mysterio, longest time lasted in a Royal Rumble. If that means he has to win, so be it. But whatever it takes. Sorry, Benoit. Sorry, Mysterio. Sorry, D-Bry. But it's time for Dominic Mysterio to take the mantle. And I don't know one person who would dislike that.
0: Is this the one that you were gonna upset me with? Is this is the this oh, is the god, one? Oh god, no! We're we're just getting warmed up. Babe. I just want to let you know you've you've wasted a lot of your hopes already. you I only don't got see them as waste. These three, are all fantastic four, hopes. Five. You've had you have five hopes left, my friend. Make them count. Make them fucking. I have count. four written down, so I'm gonna have to make one up. I know you are because you you run out of things at the end. But that's all. Okay. Well, because you just took my Sami Zayn one. <laughs> well, because great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. All right, I'm sorry. I have to get back to my list. So. I thought this was a good one for me because I know JC probably has no idea who this person is, but he was at the Undertaker's. Uh, uh, what was it called? The retirement ceremony. Savio Vega. I give love him, Savio give Vega. Give him a give him a guest spot. He can get dumped out by anybody, but Savio Vega looked like a million dollars. He can still work in Puerto Rico. Let's give it up for the Savio. I think Ray Ray would be a big big supporter of my Savio hope.
1: I like it. You know what, WrestleMania, I have a lot, I have a couple of returns left, and a lot of them are in the Women's Royal Rumble, but uh, I'm just gonna add this one. Cause there was a woman back in the day who kind of transcended the way people looked at women's wrestling and they maybe didn't take her seriously. Maybe because it was like she added a line to one letter of her name to be a woman, but it worked. I want Santina Marella to return once again for the women's Royal Rumble because I feel like we haven't seen Santina in a long time and I think it would be a fun little spot.
0: I'm pretty sure she was last year.
1: Was that last year? I couldn't remember. It was last year two years ago? Do it again because I already forgot about it. So do it again. <laughs> it was not well received
0: at all. Of so.
1: course not, because people always get mad. But if I'm going to be putting men in the women's Royal Rumble, I should be putting or woman in the men's Royal Rumble. I should be putting men in the women's Royal Rumble because who cares?
0: okay moving on my next hope is something that I think we've seen her I don't know if you saw this on Monday Night Raw she was in the crowd uh, on one of the screens Melina makes a surprise Ooh. entry because I think that she'd be good for a lot of different reasons I think a lot of people love her so I think Melina has a lot to give she's been doing great on the indie scene before pandemic and everything so she's definitely got it going on I think she's doing great so I would love to see Melina in the Royal Rumble for the women
1: are you ready to rip the band-aid off
0: well just say her name and get it over with
1: No, it's debut time, baby. We're debuting someone in the men's Royal Rumble. You know, I don't know what number we're at. Maybe we're like 18. So we're kinda at the slog portion, you know, where stuff's just kinda happening. So it's like we gotta liven this up. We gotta bring out a new star, something new that just entered our world. Something that people will celebrate because it's colorful, it's exciting, it's new, it's different. It's just like it's a different way of doing things. Peter the Peacock enters the 2021 Royal Rumble. Peter. Comes in, he has a decent showing. hell. He throws out our truth And then maybe he gets dumped out by like Bobby Lashley. But as he gets dumped out, he lands in our truth and he pins him. And Peter the Peacock, not only did he debut in the Royal Rumble, but he wins the 24-7 championship. Because Peter the Peacock as a new superstar would be great.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. Is that the NBC thing? I don't know. Who's Peter the Peacock?
1: I don't know. I just made him up. It's a, new, it's a new wrestler in WrestleMania. They have to give them new names when they join WWE. You just but stopped. the peacock's
0: coming, baby! You are such a company man. Unbelievable.
1: Uh, you think I made that because of who I work for and not because of who I'm doing the podcast with?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's because it's an audience of one. That's how we yeah. feel about it. It's an audience <laughs> of one, for sure. Uh, okay, so I, I, we've we've joked about a bunch of things here and there, but there is one thing that I think would be really cool here. And... I think AJ Styles could be the Iron Man in that matchup for the Royal Rumble. Seeing as though they've highlighted him talking about how he's already kind of doing his thing. I think AJ Styles is the Iron Man of the Royal Rumble. Does it from bell to bell if you even want to get him in the final four? I don't know yet, but he's he's kind of ticking you know, in my head maybe in final four. Maybe. We'll, we'll save him for the final five or maybe six. He's getting people out. He's waiting. He's just waiting. You find out number 24, 25 is almost... And he throws out AJ Styles. And AJ Styles throws a hissy fit. And AJ's just like, dude, what the hell? He's like, every man for himself, dude. Almost. Throws him out like paper. Just toilet paper. Over the top rope. Flings him over. I think that'd be a great little thing to keep us going. Because we don't know what AJ's going to be doing for WrestleMania. But having... I mean, he you, you basically can put almost in the Royal Rumble because of the kick punch, throw somebody in the corner kind of thing. You don't have to show how great he is. That's fine. But AJ Styles doing all the work. For so long and having almost kind of just do his thing. I think this is the mo- moment where you pull the trigger on this.
1: I like it. I like it. Well, I was thinking, it's like, you know, our truth asked for an opportunity to, you know, compete in the Royal Rumble on Monday. And he lost to AJ. So it sounds like he isn't getting it. But there is that thing where, as we've learned through Adam Pierce, that if you're a big name, you can just declare yourself for the Royal Rumble. So, at number 29... All of a sudden, here comes the money. Money talks. Money, 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 money. Ray Ray's popping. because He's like, my boy Shane O'Mac is back. Yeah, yeah. But it's not Shane O'Mac. It's R-Truth O'Mac because he was smart enough to realize that if I'm Shane McMahon, I can be in the Royal Rumble. So he's like doing his little dance. He's throwing money around. He's got a ridiculous outfit. And of course, he enters and gets thrown out immediately. But I think it would be great because it would tease people thinking it's Shane McMahon. We also got our R-Truth spot. And it would make Ray Ray upset.
0: Love you, Ray Ray. For Ray Ray. He's not even at the Royal Rumble this year. He's probably very upset about that payday. Maybe he'll be watching with us. Maybe he will be in the Knocker uh, room. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, he was last time with us, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, something very, very quick I want to throw out here. I think that Lacey has an interest to throw out Charlotte this year. I think Lacey is going to Ooh. throw out Charlotte flat out. She's even going to She's even going to throw out Charlotte, maybe sneakily. Maybe she's like, been th- we thought she's been thrown out, or maybe she's not even <laughs> part of the Royal Rumble at that point. And then she does the strut. You know, the whole thing, like the (laughs) thing that she does. And then whatever. Like, it's just she's like Ernest P. World. She's like, that's exactly what she is. She's just like (laughs) more like Ace Ventura, I guess. But still, Lacey throwing out Charlotte is a big fucking deal. So there you go. So we kind of
1: like talked about a little bit here and there that, you know, Asuka might not hold the title to WrestleMania, but maybe she does. And that got me thinking. It's like Asuka Charlotte makes a lot of sense how they could drag out Asuka Alexa. But why not think bigger? Why not think someone who would probably like they'd have a Boehner feud? And you could almost, it would be really exciting. And I think we all want this person to return. And we obviously know for medical reasons, it's not likely. But how about at 30, we get the screech. Da-da-da-da. And out comes Paige, baby. She's cleared to wrestle. She wins the Royal Rumble. She goes on a WrestleMania and challenges Oscar. That would be a great story. I want to see it. Hashtag get well, Paige.
0: Wow, I do, I do love me some page. So uh, I think yeah. we all do. Calm my face. You said it before me. Good job. <laughs> you. I, if there's one thing that we never see eye to eye on, that that is the one thing we will always understand each other on. That is just. Uh, I just I can't say other things. All right, because right, I'll get in trouble. Uh, let's move on. So. I have a couple here that I've been trying to like whittle down in my head. I'm just gonna say it right here. I'm putting it into existence. This isn't a, this isn't a surprise for me. I'm putting it as my 14th hope, folks. This is it. Billy Kay wins the Royal Rumble by accident. I just wanted to come out 30. The other two dump each other out. Like there's two left, ladies. I just want Billy Kay to freaking win by accident. I, I I want it to happen. If it's Lana, whatever. It, it it's not as nice. It's a B plus effort. But I want Billy Kay to win. Maybe she dumps out like everybody by accident. I don't know. That would be great. Billy Kay, Royal Rumble winner. Let's go. I like it. Is this my last hope? This is, your last, this is your last one. You might want to make me upset now. So, no, I, I mean, that was what the peacock was for. Now this is all just gravy. I was thinking,
1: it's like Monday Night Raw got me thinking, like, if we can just restart matches, then, you know, that gives me some ideas for the Rumble. So, at one, we get Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> Maybe she lasts like 10 minutes. It gets dumped out by someone. Then it's like, you know, we're at 17. It's like, well, we're giving people more chances on Raw. Let's give Kelly Kelly more chance in the Rumble. At number 17... Stop! Kelly, Kelly. Stop! <laughs> because here's the thing. I can mute Kelly you. Kelly Kelly entered at number one. But at number two, number 17, Kelly Kelly entered. It's a different Kelly Kelly because they flipped the Kellys. So they're two different people. Oh, my God. Science. That's my hope. Give me Kelly Kelly because we all love Kelly Kelly except for Nestle. It's just unfathomable how he could dislike her. She's so likable and people
0: love her. So... Give us more Kelly Kelly. I like talent. She has none. It's very simple. Move on. Here's my final one because she I She has need... talent. See, I, well, it's inflatable and that's it. So here's my final hope because I knew you were going to be a jerk and say that exact thing. Shotzi Blackheart comes in and dumps her out like a boss. I love Shotzi. She should do it. Set up a WrestleMania
1: match? I'm cool no, with that. I'm, no,
0: I'm going to mute you right now for the rest of the program, folks. That, oh, yeah, I'm going to mute you. Shotzi throwing out. That would make. Listen, if Kelly Kelly has to be on my television, hopefully she's off my television by somebody that runs out in a tent. Having her come down the aisle in a tank would be fucking awesome anyway. And she needs a, to come out in that tank. I think Shotzi deserves it. She's had a great year, too. So I think she's awesome. I think she transcends NXT. I think she's a big star. So I love Shotzi Blackheart. And now, and getting her Kelly Kelly off my television would just make her... I'd, I'd be one of her biggest fans.
1: There it is, folks. 30 yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And here's the thing, guys. If you think you have some hopes that would be great tweet him at us at jabberknocker at jc at the jk at WrestleMania. let us know we'd love to hear him but you know right right now we're gonna piss at the comeback because we gotta get to our rumble predictions but my comeback WrestleMania is going to a man who has declared himself for the winner rumble made his return to television this week and that is edge obviously poor edge had his career like once again uh put on pause because of injury last year and now he's getting another chance back at the place where he made his return last year so i am excited for edge the person to get this opportunity so he gets my comeback
0: Not a big fan of Edge, but uh, I like the story. So that's pretty much all I feel about that one. Anyway, uh, my comeback this week is definitely going to go to Sami Zayn and the handcuff and the whole documentary crew. I thought it was a great way to interject somebody that had nothing to do. He ruined the IC Championship matchup. I thought it was great to keep him going, keep his story going. And hopefully he gets it back at maybe Royal Rumble or WrestleMania or something fun. Because I think he's done a great job and he's found a way. Even with the Bernie memes, he's done everything he can to stay relevant in a time that it's very hard to stay relevant. So I give it up for Sami Zayn.
1: I like it. Nestlemania.
0: Should we get to the big finish
1: and maybe some Rumble predictions? I think
0: it's what people want to listen to, yeah.
1: So, yeah, but quickly, before we get to that, uh, tpublic.com slash Jabberknocker. Check out the merch, man. It's awesome. Jabberknocker.com is our website. We can find all the links, including DQ's awesome article. All the entire stats predictions for the Rumble will be up there as well. We are on whatever you're listening to us on. Like, subscribe, comment, download Five Stars, Five Flames. You know all our Twitter handles, they're in the description. I'm not going to read them off this week to save time. You can check them out there. We're also on Facebook and on Instagram at Jobberknocker. Check it all out. And we got you. But Nestlemania, let's get ready
0: to rumble, baby. I literally thought you were going to call me a bitch. Like let's get ready to rumble, bitch. But that's okay. It's Kelly,
1: bitch. Uh, it's so there's Kelly. five
0: matches officially booked. We expect a six
1: match to be booked probably during SmackDown. So why well, you know what? We'll pick this one first. If it doesn't happen, then we picked it for fun. But that is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks defends against Carmella with Reginald.
0: Who you got? Sasha, keep it going. Full stream.
1: I agree. Give me all the Sasha. I can see Carmella winning, but I want Sasha to keep on trucking. Next up, we have the Women's Tag Team Championships. Asuka and Charlotte Flair defend against the former champions. Let's go, girls. Shania Payne. Payne, Payne, Payne,
0: I'm picking a retain here, I guess. You're picking Asuka and Charlotte. Wow. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to do it yet, but who knows? I think that based on everything going on right now, I think that really I'm going to pick Shania Payne because it just feels like They've got the other two have too much going on. They've got so many distractions. This is an easy way to get rid of it. That's how I feel about I it. I like it. It's not it's not a
1: bad thought. And maybe one of these titles will flip. You think it's that one? I might think it's another one. Next up, we have a singles match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre, the champion, his big schlani sword, defend against mm. The only good thing about Goldberg is that, but it's Goldberg in WrestleMania. I think um, I think Goldberg's going to slay the Scotsman. Wow. I don't like that. I'm even saying it, but I hate to say it, but I think they're going to fucking give Goldberg the championship because haven't they been making a big deal of this stat whenever he's come back and returned? He's won the title or some shit. I don't know, whatever they were saying on Ron, that was making me lose my mind, but fuck, Goldberg's going to win.
0: There was a real thought in my, prog- like in my head going, like, progression through, going, he's going to lose to the Mac and to the Rumble and just win. And then he's going to go and and face on Roman where he's supposed to. So I feel like that's where we're headed. Like, that's exactly where we're headed. So Roman Reigns can be like, ooh, uh," all over him. You know what I mean? I'm going to pick the Mac because I just hope to Christ that I'm right. Like, I just, I can't. too. I I just, (laughs) I don't want to be wrong, but I feel like this is the, this is, I've never been more afraid of my life. I really don't. Like, I just, it's hard, but. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's frightening. I think as wrestling fans, all of our ass is puckered up right now. Yep, I agree. But no crowd, they can do
1: whatever the fuck they want. Next up, we have a last man standing match for the Universal Championship. The champion, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman, defends against Kevin Owens. You talk about schmas, baby, there's probably going to be Flying Usos, there's probably going to be uh, Pee-Pee Pierce's, there's going to be stuff everywhere in this match, but I think it's going to end with Roman Reigns still sitting at the head of the table with the WWE or the Universal, whatever the fuck it's called, championship. Did you say
0: Pee-Pee Pierce?
1: I was trying to think of a p word to like describe him, and I was just like pee-pee, first thing up on my head. Because he looks like a dick because he's got a shaved head.
0: No, because I couldn't think of any other p words besides pee-pee. Okay, because I didn't know if it was like ricochet, pew pew pew. You know what I mean? Pointy pierce, but he's not really pointy. Like I, I like what's the descriptive? I don't know. Poignant.
1: I like to I like to match the the word with the name with the first letter, so it, uh, it doesn't always work if it's not really one that's like working. So it just makes me sound stupid, but I don't really care. I just kind of go with it because it's fun.
0: You're picking Roman Reigns, right? My tribal chief and yours, yes. <laughs> I'm picking Mr. Uwa himself. Does Jimmy Uso return? I hope not. I think he'll save him <laughs> till let's add more to the to the layers after the Royal Rumble. I think that that would be a way to build the table, so to speak. Because you need four yeah. legs. You need four legs, folks. Right now he's That's got three. That's true. You got Uso's, you got Heyman, you got Apollo Crews. So. It's happening. It's Maybe. just not right now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that leaves us, Nestlemania, with the men's Royal Rumble match. And the women's Royal Rumble match, which one would you like to start with? I'll let you choose, and then I'll read some contenders. I think that I'm going to start with the women's. Okay, so the women's. You know, we look at this, obviously. I think there's like, what, 13 or something announced. So this leaves a lot of surprises, but we know, like, the Baileys are in there. Bianca Belair's in there. Alexa Bliss is in there. Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. uh, Obviously, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, you go on down the line. Um, It seems like a lot of people are thinking that Bianca... Or Bliss would be favorites. I think Charlotte always has to be a favorite,
0: but I am curious what is your take on the Women's Royal Rumble? I feel like there's four people in my brain that are going to be in the final four that are okay. just they're 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 just they're going to be there, and I don't think that it's going to be different. I think it's Bailey, I think it's going to be Bel Air, I think it's going to be Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte. And I think that that's a very strong way to show off the people that are there. I'm going to go with Bel Air because I just feel like she's on her own. I so well. Plus, I saw that the documentary and I can't not cheer for her now, so it's just like. If you haven't gone to see the documentary yet, the uh, thirty minute documentary, it's 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 very much worth it. She is working. And you know hard. her and Sasha would be an A plus viewed Yeah, I think, up, so. I think I think I think it makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense, and I think that uh, she's a superstar. Maybe a little too early, but I think that uh either that i feel like it's gonna be Belair or Ripley. Like it's just time to pull the trigger on one of them.
1: Well, you just picked my winner. Uh that is actually good. I'm gonna pick Rhea Ripley because I think Bianca can get to Sasha. She has a much easier path. She beats Bailey and boom, she's she's there. She's like her and Sasha. But I'm looking, it's like, well, Rhea Ripley, she's not really on the main roster. And if what I think's gonna happen is Charlotte beating Oscar for the women's title before WrestleMania, well, last year at WrestleMania, Charlotte took something of Rhea's. The oh, NXT Women's Championship. And obviously that match honestly was amazing. It was one of our matches of the year, as it should have been. It was great. I know we all loved it. Um, so why not do a part duh? and have this time maybe it's Rhea Ripley's moment. So I really think, I mean, I honestly like I don't know, maybe if I have time I'll do a betting preview for the Rumble like I did last year, but uh, I might actually be putting money on Rhea Ripley because I'm I'm ready to go all in on this take, man. I think Bianca's a great choice. I think she has she probably deserves to be one of the favorites, but I really have a feeling I think Ripley Charlotte could be the one and this could be Ripley's way to burst onto the scene literally by winning the Rumble.
0: I like it. I mean, I I can't ignore the how great she is. So I mean, you know, she's she's a star. The end. Let's do the men's. Well,
1: that leads us to the men's Royal Rumble in WrestleMania. This thing, like the women's, like they have contenders, but this thing, you could you could probably make a case for eight to nine guys winning this thing, and I couldn't really go against you. Um, when you're looking at Edge declaring. That obviously makes him a favorite. Brock Lesnar is, exists, so he's a fit, He's there. If Goldberg loses, like you mentioned, he could be there. Hell, if McIntyre loses, he could win it and go on a challenge Roman Reigns. Keith Lee, a lot of people thinks the big favorite. You look on SmackDown, you got Daniel Bryan, you got Big E, who would I would love to see win. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you heard about this fiend guy, but he might show up and win the Royal Rumble. Uh, the Rock's always lo- looming because people like that. But then you got guys like Strowman or AJ or hey Seth Rollins. You know, maybe some uh, daddy swag. Uh, hops in, uh, but yeah, there's, there's tons of people that could win this thing. And I'm curious who you like to win the men's Royal rumble.
0: The final four is going to be tough. Like I just, I'm, I'm trying to envision what's going on here. Like, it's just, I didn't even mention Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton's in there, but I think (laughs) Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley. Like it's just, it's so so hard for me to watch this because it's just like, there's so many people, but I think the final four has to be maybe an AJ. I was hoping for the almost thing, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm going to feel like AJ, Daniel Bryan. Oh, God. Edge is going to be in there. What? Yeah,
1: Edge. I feel like Edge. Edge. So no, the Edge. Biggie or Keith Lee, one of those two will be yeah, there. It's gonna be,
0: I think it's going to be AJ, Edge, Daniel Bryan, and then, of course, my pick to win the whole goddamn thing. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to change my pick. My pick is going to be Edge. I'm going to pick Edge. as Begrudgingly, as I I do not want this to happen, but I think that based on his promo and the, the Daniel Bryan-esque dream that he has, I want Daniel Bryan to win in the worst way, but AJ Styles, A- Edge, Daniel Bryan, and maybe... I don't know. I just I feel like there's going to be something weird, but yeah, that, I'm going to say maybe Biggie. But like it's just I feel like it's it's Edge's thing to lose at this point.
1: I could see it. Um, he's not my pick or the person I want. I would say the people I want to win. Biggie, I obviously want for obvious reasons. It's a story. Another one that I think would be really fun to see would be the Fiend win. He can finish up with Randy Orton and move on back to either Roman Reigns or McIntyre, who he started feuds with both of them. So I think that's. That'd be the exciting thing for me about him winning is I don't know what he's going to do. I don't think they'll go direction though. He won't be my pick, but Biggie and Bray Wyatt's who I want to win, who I think's going to win. The more I watch this and the more I've thought about it and the more you've said to me how he's never done it and the way that they've kind of like pulled them apart. I think Daniel Bryan's winning the Royal Rumble. I think he's going to go on to challenge Roman Reigns. I don't know if he beats Roman Reigns, but I think that's a WrestleMania match that people can get excited for, you can main event a night with, a story that people would be inspired by, a way that you can either, he is someone who can beat Roman Reigns, but he's also someone who Roman Reigns can solidify himself as the true big head evil in WWE by defeating him. So I think either way, to me, it makes a lot of sense. Daniel Bryan is my pick to win the 2021. Pro I'm going
0: to, I'm going to switch out my Big E final four for Nakamura. I completely forgot about Nakamura because that's lingering too. So
1: I forgot about Nakamura too. Cause was, was he even on TV. Oh yeah, he was he on was. TV, I guess. So
0: sorry. You're picking Daniel Bryan. I am picking Daniel Bryan to win. Okay. And I'm picking Ed. Daniel
1: Bryan and Rhea Ripley for me, you picked edge and Bianca.
0: Yes. That's
1: it. So, so yeah, we'll see. I'm curious who the rest of the staff picks. Also, you know, we mentioned tweeting us about your hopes earlier. Tweet us who you guys think is going to win, who you think is going to be in the final four, if you have an Iron Man choice, if you have a most eliminations. I love this stuff as a stats nerd. We both kind of are. I think the Rumble, that's why it's part of our favorite event, is that uh, it has all these types of things. So I'm curious just to hear people's thoughts on what's what because I love hearing it. I think it's fun. It's fun to debate it, talk about it. So I'm jacked up, WrestleMania.
0: We always love Royal Rumble. It's a good time, especially for the Jabberknocker boys, so we love this stuff. Uh, we hope you enjoy the Royal Rumble. We hope that you enjoy everything going into WrestleMania season. We'll be back next week with more Knockery.